This is the Retirement Key Podcast with Abe Abish, founder of Abish Financial Services. A lot of firms out there say they will do tax planning, say they will do social security planning and RMD planning, and typically they just do investment management. They want your money. You've worked hard your whole life to earn and save. Now you need a plan to make that money work hard for you. Where do you stand today with your retirement accounts, with your insurance, with social security, RMDs, taxes, all of it? This is how we need to think. We need to think outside of the box on these matters. Abe is here to help you unlock the keys to your retirement. Abe, it is a roller coaster mm-hmm. this year. Thinking about what the markets have taken us for a ride on, we're mm-hmm. seeing wild volatility as investors try to digest the likelihood of future interest rate hikes. Fed Chair Jerome Powell hints the first of possibly several will be coming as soon as March to help cool inflation. In support of these goals, the Federal Open Market Committee kept its policy interest rate near zero and stated its expectation that an increase in this rate would soon be appropriate. The committee also agreed to continue reducing its net asset purchases on the schedule we announced in December, bringing them to an end in early March. Oh, Jerome. I feel like I never listen to anybody so rehearsed as that man is whenever <laughs> exactly. we hear him on the exactly. show. Now, the biggest fear for retirees during this time is, of course, protecting what they've worked so hard to save mm-hmm. during uncertain times like we're in, Abe. What are you telling clients who are calling you up, perhaps a little bit panicked? Yeah, you know, what I would say, Heather, uh, just to be clear there, is our clients are not calling in in panic mode, but we have had some prospective clients who have met with us in the past that are calling up saying, okay, what are you guys doing now? Now, I am concerned because my guy's not doing anything. And I tell you what, we have helped a handful of people in just the last few days, last month, who are working with other big box firms who are getting the same old generic advice. Matter of fact, we just helped one couple we're going to talk about in a little bit who gave their current advisor at a big box firm one last chance during this market downturn in Mm -hmm. January to say, hey, what are you guys doing? Are you making any changes? What can you tell us in terms of giving us maybe some more added confidence? And the advisor just said, hey, we're in the same boat as you. We're on the same ride as you. Just hold on because we believe that you're in the portfolio that and the mix that you should be in. Mm-hmm. In other words, the advisor was saying, we're not making any changes. Mm-hmm. And these prospective clients were not looking for that answer. And so that's why they just transitioned over to us. But We got to remember, Heather, we've been talking about this for years. The writing has been on the wall. This is not a shock. What has happened in January is not just because of COVID. It goes all the way back to 2008 and the Federal Reserve jumping in, rescuing the economy, inserting trillions of dollars of cash to rescue the economy, interest rates dropping. Then fast forward to 2018, the Federal Reserve tries to taper and pull back a little bit and we see the market go backwards in fourth quarter of 2018. Fast forward to March of 2020, two years ago almost already, COVID hits the hardest. The Federal Reserve jumps back in lowers rates almost to zero and rescues the economy. And April of 2020 was one of the best months in history. Worst month than best month. There's a price to pay when you inject trillions of dollars into the economy and just pump cash into the system and just print, print, print more and more dollars. So the writing's been on the wall and the biggest things, the biggest reasons why we're seeing this sell-off in the market is because the Federal Reserve is doing two things simultaneously, raising rates several times this year and tapering, pulling back from the cash injection into the economy. I think we referenced this last week, but 
if you consider a drug addict who's maybe on drugs all the time and then they stop using drugs mm-hmm. or they substantially reduce their drug intake, they're going to have withdrawals. That's exactly what's happening in the market. And then you throw in other world events like Ukraine, what's going on in Ukraine and so forth, mm-hmm. and that, that's why we're seeing this. But the writing's been on the wall. Sell-offs are normal. Markets go up and down. And so we need to think about our long-term goals and how that's going to affect our plans moving forward. I would not let anyone know that they should anticipate the markets going up 20, 25, 30% in the near future as they did the past few years because we were riding this liquidity injection wave. Got it. So we just had a couple come in and they were concerned with all of the above. Year over year inflation of 7%, market turbulence and volatility. They're in their mid 60s, they live in Falls Church, they're retiring this year. Mm-hmm. 1.1 to 1.2 million saved, good job of saving. About a five on our risk scale, some middle of the road investors, not too hot, not too cold, but their stuff was everywhere. Got it. And this is really common. Yep. We refer to it on the show, Heather, as you know, as a financial junk drawer. Yep, yep. So they, they come in with their binders and their folders and the stuff is everywhere. Like well, Wells, Wells Fargo, yeah. Fidelity, Vanguard, Edward yeah. Jones, um, checking accounts, savings, CDs, annuities, stocks, real estate, pensions. Like it's all over the place. And the husband, as we got into the planning and as they ended up moving forward and becoming clients said, there's no way we could have ever done this without you. Like it is extremely daunting to have all this growth focused stuff and to have 1.1 to 1.2 million saved Mm -hmm. and then think about for the first time in 50 years, wow, we're not gonna be saving anymore. We're not gonna be putting any more money into our IRAs and 401ks. We're gonna be pulling money out. We're not gonna bring a working paycheck in anymore. We're gonna have to create working paychecks from our retirement accounts. And we hear it right at the conference room table. This is scary, Abe. This is scary. Like This is something we've never faced before. This is really what I feel is our specialty as a firm is this transition in helping people move and transition from their working careers into retirement, from collecting those working paychecks at work to generating paychecks from your retirement portfolios in retirement. So they didn't even know where to start. They had no plan. Stuff was everywhere. What was the solution? Let's create a comprehensive plan. This second meeting with them took hours because their stuff was everywhere. Literally eight to 10 accounts everywhere. We called all of their custodians. We initiated the rollovers and transfers. And they were so happy because they left our office after a few meetings with a plan. What did the plan include? It included a plan for income. Well, we're not working anymore and we need to make sure that if we live the next 30, 35 years, we have enough income coming in every month adjusted for inflation to last the rest of our lives. That plan also includes a plan for investment management. They wanted to reduce risks. They didn't want to take on too much risk. It also includes a plan for insurance. Do we keep life insurance? If so, how much do we keep? Do we need long-term care insurance? It's a plan that includes tax planning as well because most Americans have all of their dollars in IRAs and 401ks and TSPs that have never been taxed yet. And that's a concern for people. It's a plan that includes when to take social security, a plan for RMDs, a plan for your estate. How do you want the last 50 to 60 years of your life's work to pass when you pass to your wife, husband, partner, children, grandchildren, aunts, uncles, nieces, nephews, charities, whoever it is, well, all of this is included in a comprehensive where do I stand plan. 
So if you're listening to this right now and you sound like this couple who maybe has stuff everywhere and is looking for a second opinion on what you've done either for yourself or maybe working with another advisor firm, go to retirementkeyradio.com, click on the contact us link at the top of the page and we'll help you address any concerns that you have right now as well. So another interesting situation that I wanted to ask you about that is also very relevant to the times we're in right now is folks that are in their 50s, perhaps early 60s, they're looking at their 401ks because of how amazing the markets have been. And the balances are huge for some of these people, Abe. Mm -hmm, So they're thinking mm -hmm. to themselves, well, shoot, should I just go ahead and retire now? But then the Motley Fool was pointing out four reasons that we should perhaps wait until we're in our 60s to retire. And I wanted to ask you what you thought of the points that they made here and what ways you can make retiring in someone's 50s possible. Yeah, Heather, I would say one of my greatest joys as I'm helping people with their retirement journey is showing them they can retire earlier than they thought. Like people come in and they may think they need to work another five years. And I say, well, if I can show you how to retire next year, what do you think of that? Would you retire? And most people are like, heck yes, I would retire. I'm like, let's see if we can do it then, you know, and get you out there four years sooner than you thought. So some of the issues with retiring early, let's say late fifties, early sixties before social security and things like that kick in, It's just that, hey, we don't have Social Security available until 62. We can't access a lot of our retirement accounts and IRAs without penalty oftentimes before 59 and a half, except for a few exclusions. Mm -hmm. You've got to wait till 65 to sign up for Medicare. So we've got to do something with health insurance, which is expensive. Mm -hmm. And you could end up with a longer retirement than expected. In other words, don't just think you're going to live to 80 to 85. You could easily live to 90, 95, 100. Right. Well, we had a couple come in in their mid to late 50s that were planning on retiring here in the next year or two. And I think they've decided just with what's going on to work maybe a few more years till about 59, 60. And that's fine. They've saved about $3 million. They live in Loudoun County and almost all of their money was at a big box firm. The problem with their current plan and nothing wrong with the firm, Mm -hmm. but most firms out there, Heather, are phase one accumulation based and focused firms. What does that mean? Most firms out there are helping people grow their money with a focus and emphasis on investment management. Again, not wrong, but this couple's got $3 million. They're like, we don't need more money. And I affirm that they don't need more money. 3 million is enough. But is it enough to last me the next 40 years? Can you run those projections? Can you run an income plan? Can you run a distribution plan and run all these scenarios? And their current advisor firm, you know, having a focus on growth and rate of return and investments wasn't doing that. They're not a phase two distribution based firm. So what was the solution? Quite simple, a phase two retirement plan. When should they retire? How much should they pull out every year? What account should they pull out them from? What percentage of their account should they pull from? An income and distribution-based approach versus a pure growth approach. Most people that become clients of ours are working with someone else. They may think they're okay until you get a true second opinion and you see the difference between a phase one growth-focused plan and a phase two income focus plan. You may not have the right type of plan for this season of your life. Thanks for listening to the Retirement Key Podcast with Abe Abish. To learn more about Abish Financial Services, visit retirementkeyradio.com. And join Abe for his radio show, The Retirement Key, Saturdays at 2 p.m. on WMAL. 
Patrick Volk is an investment advisor representative of J. Hagen Capital Inc., a registered investment advisor. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if Abraham Abish and Patrick Volk are licensed in your state, please call 571-577-9968. Abish Financial Services is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Abraham Abish or Patrick Volk. NPN number 770-3575 and NPN number 727-978.